1: Good morning and welcome to Friday. Yeah, I'm Joe Jakewood, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And yes, it's the best day of the week. Because, well, for I guess a few people, I don't even know, uh, is working Monday through Friday, uh, is that the normal thing anymore? I I don't know. Everyone's got... uh, Part-time jobs, second jobs, third jobs. But, hey, if, if you're one of those where it's the last day of the week, congratulations. 800 951 the website at allamericangold.com. And, and, Jason, we've got wild, wild market. A matter of fact, I'm probably more uh, speechless today uh, than I've been In all the previous days this week, because it's been a very bizarre market. Right now, we got the Dow up 500 points. Now we've seen this actually pretty much all week this week, and then by the close, it it closes a little higher. But the Nasdaq and the S and P are lower. But today, they're all up. Yet the economic data was terrible. Amazon came out with earnings. I don't know if you saw Jim Jim Cramer practically crying on TV because he tells everyone to buy Facebook, Meta, whatever it is. Oh, I was wrong, and this and that. Uh, If you want to see it, go out to our website. We've got the clip. It's pretty funny. Uh, and, And then we play a bunch of other stuff of all the other idiotic things. Be careful. Where you get your advice from? Uh, I'll just say that if it's coming off the TV, uh, you probably want to go somewhere else. We had the Fed's favorite inflation data out today. No better, Jason. Matter of fact, just as bad as the last reading.
2: Yeah, that's not going away. We'll we'll, we'll see. Like the next few months will be interesting, Joe. Because if, if for some reason they've capped it, if if, in, if their inflation numbers uh, kind of stay level. Then we might actually see the rate hikes go away, Joe, but I, this just looks to me like what's getting ready to happen after these midterm elections. is gas goes up, food is still going up. So uh, the inflation's here, Joe. I think it's going to be here. I think it's going to run for a while. I mean, in the 1970s, I think there was a couple of times they thought it was going away, and it just kept coming back, right? Yeah, it, it's
1: it's not going away. Uh, Bank of America CEO Brian Moyahan was out today saying Fed funds rate at 5%. 5% uh, by March, that's probably the best-case scenario. So 5% would mean we're going to get three-quarters Wednesday. This inflation number guarantees that. Then he's saying 50, 25, 25. So two, two rate hikes next year, both 25, 50 in December.
2: Well, he's more optimistic I don't, than I I, am. I don't see that. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't, don't see it either.
1: I think that's like. Yes. I think that's light. I I, I wish I didn't, uh, but but I just everything that I see says inflation's not going away. Uh, the bond market continues to be a problem. Uh, the bond market early this morning got above four, and then housing, uh, existing home sales came out. Uh, this number that we were planning on it being bad. It was much, much worse. Uh, month over month, 10% decline month over month. Like I said, listen, by January, we're going to have home sales down uh, 50 to 70%. Uh, that doesn't bode well. And we know there's been layoffs in the mortgage industry. Uh, Zillow announced some more layoffs yesterday. Uh, but you got realtors. Realtors are kind of weird because, you know, they're not like hourly type employees. So you don't really technically get laid off. Uh, but but it's going to be a, a, a tough, tough year uh, for the housing market. Auto Nation, they came out today and said that, Car sales have stopped. Uh, I rent out, and again, uh, I know a lot of small, business. matter of fact, Jason and I, we were talking about it this morning. I actually lease out the back part of my shop to a, a, a small used car dealer. And they, 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 they work on some cars there. They use it for storage, that kind of stuff. I talked to those guys yesterday, and they were, they were mad. They were mad, and I'm sure this is probably anybody uh, in housing probably feels the same way. He's like, why? Why are they saying that the economy's so great? What? Why are they, they they raising rates? Joe, how high are rates going to go? Don't they know this? It's a recession. It, it, it's that's how bad it is. And and I get it, but you know what, Jason, outside of probably those two areas. Everybody else, so I've got guys that, that own bars, uh, restaurants, uh, catering companies. I have people that are in the hospitality. Because, uh, you know, Phoenix is a touristy town. And, and he does, you know, big, big, you know, companies call up, hey, we, we want activities for 200 people and things like that. Jason, they're all still busy. Now, they all said the same thing. Hey, I'm not as busy. Right? And And I don't need more people anymore. But they're still busy.
2: Well, people are going to work because they have bills to pay, Joe. And, and to offset the story there in Arizona, uh, you know, we have an advertiser here at 1360 KHC. It's Ramsey Auto. They're a car dealership, but they specialize in work trucks, and they're busy. Guys needing a truck to go to work, Joe, and they're selling those things. You know, but the, but the local Toyota yeah, dealership so, is not doing well. So it's it's. it's and been,
1: again and again, I'll, I'll just reiterate this to everybody. Rates are going much higher than they want to believe. Uh, And the reason is simple the Fed's got two mandates full employment, stable prices. We've got full employment. Matter of fact, uh, according to their little metrics, uh, somehow we got fuller employment than they think is possible. And yet we still have high inflation. We'll see. I think uh B of A's right. Five percent is the best case scenario. I think it's gonna be six or seven before something breaks. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason and you know we, we sell gold and silver uh wealth insurance real money, uh you know, something that's been money for thousands of years, uh, you know, when we talk about fiat money, which is the system uh, that we exist in today, we did not have that uh, in, in, in America, really. Uh, we, we had a couple of iterations early on, uh, but until 1913, with the exception of, what, about 40 years, our money was gold and silver. We became a superpower on gold and silver. Things that we're experiencing today did not and does not exist in a sound money system, which is what gold and silver is. And why you know and, and this is the part I wish that uh uh, you know, the professor, Glenn Biddle, he's he's a history teacher. Uh, he's, he, he's on, uh, 1360, uh, pretty, pretty regularly. But, but, uh, I wish they would teach the real history, uh, to kids so they could understand it better. Uh, but the realities are, Jason, is. For most of of that period where America really emerged as a superpower, we were on the gold standard. Uh, Gold and silver was the money. We never had inflation. Inflation essentially didn't exist with one exception. War. When there was war... You would have inflation, which makes sense, right? Everybody can understand, okay, war, uh, that means, uh, first of all, we're, we're gonna send, uh, people to die, so you got, uh, worker shortages, uh, you're gonna have, uh, demand for certain metals that, that you that you normally wouldn't have to drive up cost. And then, of course, hey, uh, the people we're warring were maybe they provided certain things that we didn't have. Now we're at war with them. You're not getting those things, so so you'd have that inflation. But the second the war ended, everything went back to the original price. But with with fiat money, that doesn't happen and and it wasn't that our founding fathers were were geniuses uh, what people don't realize is what of the main drivers uh of uh, our money system that they wanted the our, our our money to be gold and silver Jason had to do uh, with the script money that, that England put on the colonists which led to the Boston Tea Party
2: yeah correct uh, the War for Independence had very little to do about taxation. Uh, if, if you look at uh, history, uh, the taxes that the colonies bore in the 1700s, which far less than the taxes we pay today, uh, the, the Founding Fathers would, would despise the amount of taxes we pay. So uh, one of the things that England did to their colonies is they didn't physically have They didn't let them have money. No, no copper coins, hardly. If there was any any coins, uh, there was a lot more copper that they, they, they made made scarce silver coins and scarce for gold coins in the colonies. So when it came time to pay those taxes, uh, they're like, "Well, since you don't have money to pay us for the taxes, we'll take half your field. We'll take half of what your output is in your mine. You know, we'll take half of whatever your business is doing in, in whatever city you're in." And and so this this led to th- this led to the the colonists thinking, "Well, you know what?" Uh, since since we're doing all the work, we we have our hands in the soil. We're building this thing out of nothing. Why are we giving it to somebody in a whole ocean away? So let's uh, let's just take let's take this thing right. And, and one thing they did instead of just breaking away, the, uh, Joe had mentioned the uh, colonial script. It was in Pennsylvania. Uh, it was, you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin was a part of this thing, and it worked great. Now it was fiat currency, and it could have been abused. But, Joe, there was no central banking authority over it. The, these men made sure that it was an exchange so that people could get goods and services moved and build their economy. And the Bank of England, which which ruled over England, said, no, you, wait a minute. You can't run a, a monetary system outside of our control. And they sent, uh, hey, hey, King, King George, did, would you send over a couple of ships full of this stuff, counterfeit script, and just – destroy and inflate their currency till it's worthless. And after that happened, the cons like, well, if we can't have our own money system, we can't have uh, monetary uh, metal coins, we might as well just take it. We'll just take the whole thing. And, and uh, the, that's when the Revolutionary War started, Joe. The War for Independence was, was yeah, based on money.
1: It, it was based on money, and it was based on fiat money. Uh, and, and the fact of the matter is that this is why our founding fathers were like, okay, we got to make sure that that doesn't happen to us. Right, we 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 don't want to have a system where that could happen again, and that's why they 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 wanted the money to be gold and silver. And, and think about it: a a five dollar liberty, or a ten dollar liberty, a twenty dollar liberty, all the way through the uh, the Saint Gaudens in the Indians for a hundred years. A twenty dollar gold piece bought the exact same thing. You know, think about it. Yep. In 1866, $20 bought you, you know, a cow, a whole cow for $20. Well, guess what? In 1933, until they took the gold away from us, and every year in between, $20 would buy you that cow. And that's incredible because we know today nothing costs the same as it did. Heck, last year, five years, ten years, right? We have we have a a, a central bank that tells us, oh well, we 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 target two percent inflation, and most people don't even know what that means. That means hey, we want your money to buy two percent less every single year. And, of course, here's the problem. Right now, I mean, they admit that it's buying 8 or 9% less, but we know it's buying 20% less. Uh, And and that's, really, Jason, it's theft. And this is exactly what our founding fathers rebelled against England for because that's what England essentially was doing to the colonists. And, And, Jason, it's playing out again.
2: That's correct. After the the war for independence ended, Joe, uh, it, it's interesting. I think that war would have continued on, uh, or would have been restarted quickly, uh, hadn't the loyalists in the colonies uh, were able to get a central bank shortly put into place right after the Constitution. So here you have this brand new country. You always wonder why why uh, you know, did England win the war, or they or you know they had wars. They had uh, property all over the country. They had to. They, they were they were expanding, right? They. They could, have, they could have put enough troops in America and, and owned this place, but it's better just for them to just give it to you. And, and so when our country started, we had a central bank, the first bank of the United States. And all of the confrontations in our country's early history have to do about banking and central banking. In 1811, by one vote, the Congress was like, hey, this, this central bank that we put in place in 1791, this isn't working out. But by one single vote, they got rid of the central bank. The Bank of England threatens, like, look, if you do not put our bank back in place, you put, you don't put your central bank back in place, there'll be war. If you ever wonder why it was the War of 1812 and not the War of 1820 or the War of 1809, well, it was the War of 1812 because the central bank got voted out. And, and did we win that war, too? Not really, Joe. What happened was, is like Joe said, in war you build debt. And to win the war you'll do anything you can. Well, they, they had this huge debt... Why did the British uh, the British leave us in 1815? Well, we, in 1816, started another central bank, the second bank of the United States, another 20-year charter. You know, when Andrew Jackson got rid of that bank in 1835, we, the, the country was very prosperous. The bankers were frustrated. Guys like Andrew Jackson and and, uh, and others that, were, that pushed hard made it very difficult for them to own the asset. Because, let's face it, all this is about owning the entire assets of this new country its all it is joe they want everything so and, and
1: i think think about today just as an example one half of one percent own ninety percent of the assets that's today this is exactly what our founding fathers were trying to prevent
2: yes yes and and joe mentioned the, the civil war there, were, there was inflation and we didn't have a central bank Okay, and, and usually inflation actually does involve central banks, believe it or not. I mean, with a gold money system, you shouldn't have any inflation. Well, we, we had gold in 1861, 1862, 1862, and here came this inflation. Well, Abraham Lincoln, you know, this is stuff they don't tell you in the history books. Well, there, there was British soldiers amassing in, in the Canadian areas, and there was, there was French troops starting to amass in, in, in uh, Central America and they were waiting for this civil war which was being pushed and stroked by the the bankers to get going because they knew they were going to jump on some some new colonies they're going to they're going to recolonize as soon as this place tears itself apart or they're going to get their central bank back well abraham lincoln stuck in up between a rock and a hard place he had to you know he actually had to break constitutional rules because he felt like if he didn't there would be no country in his mind it was either break constitutional law and have a country or don't break the constitutional rules and there may not be an america so he What he did is, is he he was going to fight this war against the South and then keep the country together. The South should have been allowed to secede, by the way. However, with with the situation the way it was, he he went to the banks and he's like, "Hey, I I need some more. I need some money for this war. We're going to keep this country together. It's the only way." And they said, "Ha ha, Abraham Lincoln. You know what? We're going to help you out. Thirty-seven percent interest war loans." Abraham Lincoln went back uh, to the capital. He's like, man, he was depressed. He's like, I know what 37% interest means. It means another central bank. So he did something, which, believe it or not, Joe, if we did this today, it would be good. We have a fiat currency, but the problem is our fiat currency, we have to to pay interest because we borrow it into existence. He just printed the money through the treasury. Now, it's still fiat currency. If you have the wrong president or you have the wrong Congress in place, you, you can definitely have inflation and destroy the economy. But he didn't have to pay any interest to any bank or any independent corporation, and it worked so well that that they were making songs about the greenbacks, about how great it worked. And I'm sure Joe, if if he uh, when he was reelected, if he didn't get assassinated by the bankers, he probably would have brought uh, gold and the greenbacks into balance and and had both of those things together. So, but but the inflation went away, Joe, because uh, the bankers were in, in, by, incensed by this. They actually started contracting the the currency so badly, from the 1860s to the end of the 1800s, there was all kinds of depressions, and market crashes that went all the way to the 1907 crash, Joe. They they just caused economic strife because they still were the richest guys in the block, Joe. And and it's uh, you know if you just stick to a gold only money system, things would stay just fine. And uh, I guess we uh, we allowed things to go the wrong way in 1913.
1: Yeah, and again, it just leads to, you know, think about 1835 to 1913. There was no central bank in this country, uh, and you didn't have what we're seeing today. Uh, And and the problem is what we're seeing today, uh, what makes it so much worse is the amount of debt that we now have to pay, you know, Abraham Lincoln thinking about 37% interest. And I'm like, man, I know what that means. And, of course, we're talking about very, very, at least in today's terms, uh, very small amounts of money. Now we're sitting here talking about, you know, B of A, the CEO of B of A says, okay, our best case scenario uh, is a Fed funds rate that's 5% paying 5% interest on $40 trillion, and let's face it, growing rapidly, uh, it, th- that's a huge burden. But the problem is, uh, I don't think it's going to be 5%. It's going to be 7 maybe 8%. Who knows? Could be worse than that. Uh, and, and, Jason, all of a sudden, uh, you start drowning in that debt very much like the colonists, yep. We're, were drowning when england came up with all that script to flood the markets
2: that's right joe that the founding fathers were as intelligent as those those guys were i'll bet a lot of them didn't even know what the word trillion was i'm, I'm serious I, I don't think these guys knew what trillion was that, that number didn't really even exist it didn't need to because what you said joe twenty dollars was twenty dollars right it had, it, it, there was no inflation if you had a gold-backed money system
1: Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 9510592. And, you know, it's not just here, right? All the other nations, and, and part of, uh, of what they've done, because, you know, the, the, fiat money's a Ponzi scheme. It, it, that's how it's designed, uh, it's actually set up to always go to zero. Uh, because, you know, uh, the only answer to every problem is print more of it, print more of it, print more of it, and, and then eventually when you print so much of it, nobody wants it anymore and it becomes worthless. Uh, and Jason, we're seeing this play out. Uh, you know, uh, obviously we talked a lot about Japan, the UK, uh, you know, we, we just heard, uh, from, uh, gosh, uh who, you know what, and now I'm drawing a blank here. The Swiss bank that's been having all the pro oh, Credit Suisse. Oh, yeah. Credit Suisse uh came out yesterday with earnings. They acknowledged they had a full blown bank run. Uh, and it wasn't a bank run where, you know, uh depositors were coming and taking out their money. It was other financial institutions. Uh, taking out their money, and they broke liquidity requirements. You know, all these things that they said they put in to help us. Yeah, believe me, uh, it's it's only there to help until uh, it it no longer makes sense for the banks to to do it. And and that's kind of what's been happening. But this is why you're hearing a lot of talk about when the digital currencies come in. That there's going to be a need to have that currency at at least uh, backed partially by something. You know, and people speculate, you know, the Saudis, uh, the Middle East may have one that's backed by oil. Or uh, China, in the United States in particular, uh they may decide to, to back it with gold where Russia may decide to back it with energy. Things of that nature. They they call it Bretton Woods three. Uh but but again I think this is part of the reason when we're talking about what's happening in the markets. You got paper markets, you got physical markets, and Jason a lot of people out there that really understand what sound money is are buying up all the physical assets of things and and, and na- namely obviously gold and silver
2: right and, and when you talk paper markets Joe, and when you hear that it's 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 not a bad thing it, it, what it means is, is what what is what does that piece of paper actually give you uh, it, ha- it has to have be some sort of an agreement that you're comfortable with which means uh, hey uh, Walmart I bought Walmart stock well you know, when you buy Walmart stock, there's there's a company. There's a company, and, and you're, you're betting that, hey, uh, th- uh, this company's going to grow. It's going to do better. This is a good place to have my money. Uh, unfortunately, the reason why paper is so bad and why I don't get into it uh, myself uh, almost at all is, yeah, now you're buying stock on Walmart. We all know Walmart's going to grow. You would think that's going to be a good bet. But the government and this central bank, these corporations are telling the government what to do, and it's and it's uh, making it fraudulent. Is Walmart getting bigger because of, of its hard work and its ingenuity, or is it being propped up? And if it's being propped up, Joe, that means it can be taken down. It's not, you know, betting on, on companies through paper markets are, is so difficult nowadays. You, J- Joe, you go back 100 years or more, yeah, when you buy into a, a company, and you have a stock in the company. It, it was, there was, there was a deal there. It was, it was good. It was a, it was a good uh, partnership. But they've, they've messed it up so bad with all of this printing of money, this and, and the inflation that inherently happens since 1913, Joe. It's just inflation's just gone on and on and on and on, and it enriches one class of people, Joe, at the uh, at the cost of everybody else, Joe.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I'll go back to how can you have a half of percent, especially when you think about the amount of money that's been created, uh, and yet half of a percent of the population over, owns over ninety percent of the assets. That's America today, and most people, uh, if you tell them that, they, they don't want to believe it. They're like, "Oh no, that, that that can't be right." No, that's that's exactly. Uh, what it is. And, 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 uh, by and large, as we talk about the, the reason why is it now that 63% of people are living paycheck to paycheck? Uh, and when you think about the history of this country, that's right at an all time record high. The, the highest it's ever been was 64%. And we're right back there again, and and think about this: over fifty percent of the people making a hundred thousand dollars are living paycheck to paycheck. When they took the gold away from us in nineteen thirty-three, that's when they created the FDIC. Most people don't know that, right? Because they wanted to say, "Hey, don't worry. If it, if we screw it up again, we're going to protect." Uh, the money that's in your bank so you don't lose it all. Do you know what the first FDINC, uh, FDINC, uh, FDIC insurance number was? Because right now it's 250000 which, which is ridiculous because they don't even have anywhere close to that kind of money. It was $1,000. A thousand. And now we're talking about people making $100,000 a year having to live paycheck to paycheck uh and and that's really what what fiat money's designed to do jason
2: joe i don't know if the fdica could even guarantee everybody a thousand dollars if things went wrong (laughs) could they actually cover a thousand dollars per 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 account i don't know if they could even cover that like today
1: well they've got about 130 billion dollars so i i don't know how many bank accounts we have uh you know, it'd be close. It'd be, it'd be clo- close, yeah. If one
2: hundred million people's bank accounts closed, that uh, you, you could, you could, you could maybe cover that that thousand that dollars because that, that amount of money might do it, just might do it. But of course, they're guaranteeing two hundred fifty thousand. That's impossible.
1: Yeah, it exactly. It just doesn't exist. But, but again, nobody's going to tell you that. No. Right, because you don't need to know that it, it, it's it, you know, and, and think about uh, when they did it. So, uh, in the financial crisis, it was a hundred thousand. Well, guess what? People were starting to pull their money out, and 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 again, I'm telling everybody right now, you better be careful about what that's what money's in the bank because the next time they come for it. It's not gonna matter. That two hundred fifty thousand is not gonna matter. That's gonna be irrelevant. They're gonna tell you how much of that hard-earned money you have in the bank you get to keep. Rest assured, that's what those IRS agents are for. And they've got it all set up. dot Frank. They changed all the laws. They really have us holding the bag here. When we get back, we're gonna go over one of the options. A precious metals IRA for you to consider. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And again, we know this: the higher these rates go, the bigger chance that they break the system. And again, it doesn't matter where it breaks. Whether it breaks in Japan, whether it breaks breaks uh, in Switzerland, the UK, Europe, China. It doesn't matter because all of these banks that – the banks that matter, you know, here in the United States, there's only like 10 banks that matter, really, seriously. And, and 10 may be an exaggeration. It may be like six. But the the, the problem is these are all global banks. They're all intertwined together. Uh, mm-hmm. Credit Suisse had to announce the, uh, yesterday – that they were essentially on the brink of insolvency, uh, and, and again, uh, we'll find out about it in a couple years. They got bailed out. They were they were done. Okay, they were done. And, and the problem now is, as we were talking about, the amount of debt globally that has to be financed. And, and you got to remember, they had rates at zero for almost fifteen years. And the debt went from ten trillion to thirty trillion. Not to mention the Fed's balance sheet went from less than one trillion to nine trillion. That's just here. Not to mention how much the unfunded liabilities rose. Not to mention all the debts of all these other countries. I mean, look at the UK as a great example. They couldn't even do a bailout package without rooting they're like, Oh but you can't do that. Nope. You gotta take, no tax, you can't give out tax cuts. You can't pay people's power bill. You can't do it. In the system by design, this is what it's supposed to do. This is why I say, you know, when Jason says, hey listen, they, 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 this is all, all done on purpose, right? They know what they're doing. Truly, they do know this. All fiat money goes to zero. They've been creating fiat money since, like, the 1200s. None of it exists today, I mean, except the the modern versions of things. And this one's coming to an end.
2: Joel, let let me jump in real quick there, just for a moment, let me jump in, because you said it many times, even before I got on the air with you in, in 2018, that uh, and I just saw a thing on, on, on TV uh, talk about how the, the depression was uh, two, uh, 1929 to 1939. It came to an end before World War II. But how many times have you said, Joe, that the uh, well, World War II is really kind of the end of the depression, right? Now, just as one last little piece of history, because we're going to talk about IRAs, Joe's moving into IRAs. It's an interesting fact that people need to understand that the depression didn't end until World War II, and, and think about this the world system which wasn't a full world system you know Hitler was uh, was time magazine's man of the year in the 1930s for for rescuing the economy of his country and it wasn't Hitler, but you know he was given credit the guy in charge and what he simply did is he went to a fiat currency not he, he stopped paying the the versailles treaties to the european nations and he went to a an in, you know an interest free debt free currency and, Joe, just think about that. That 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 was going to break the world economy so badly, and, 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 and Germany was doing really well with this. And this isn't about how great the Nazis are. This is about somebody wanted to break out of the system that was broken, so badly broken, and then World War II cleaned the whole system out. It took a World War II to solidify the banker situation worldwide and get what they want. That's what it took. It took World War II, Joe, and World War One. you could couple that in, to fix it—that's how bad it was. We are at that point now. We, we are at the point of World War II. Now I don't say—I don't know if we're gonna have a world war, but our economic system worldwide is more entrenched. It's worse than it's ever been, Joe. And it's—it's it's, something's gonna happen. That something has to happen. It's completely broken. Yep. It's broken, and, and there's no coming back.
1: They have no intentions of paying off this debt. What they do intend to do is to use the money that's in your bank account to do it. That's the plan. If you don't believe me, go read Dodd-Frank for yourself. Well, You probably won't even be able to understand it, so let me just tell you uh, the long and short of how they fixed too big to fail. They didn't make them smaller. They made the banks bigger. The the exact opposite, right? Too big to fail, make them smaller. No, they made them bigger, and then they rewrote the language to let it be known what they can do at any moment in time. It doesn't matter. If it's your 401k, your IRA, your E Trade account, whether it's Schwab or or whoever, doesn't matter. Any of your 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 uh, your trading at home accounts, your money market accounts, all the money that's in your bank, all of that can be frozen immediately. That's what the language says when we deem. It to be an emergency, you're not going to be allowed to sell, right? Remember how did Bernie Madoff get caught? Do you know why Bernie Madoff got caught? Because the crash and people wanted to sell. Hey, you know what? I don't trust Wall Street anymore. I want to sell. That's the only reason he got caught. The reason they put that language in there, Jason, is because this is truly a Ponzi scheme. And if there's no new money coming in and everyone's taking money out, the system collapses. So their plan is to make sure it collapses on you. That is the plan. That is why I tell you, don't have all your money sitting in those banks. It's not safe. Right, and obviously we got to have money in Wall Street. You got to have four hundred one ks. If you got any chance, uh, you got to be smart about it. But having some uh, money in 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 gold and silver that is so key because that's the one asset that's going to perform for you. Uh, and, and a lot of people uh, don't even know we've got precious metals IRAs that we do here at Patriot. We do them all day long uh, in this last segment. I'll take a few minutes to just tell you how it works so you can understand it better. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. And a lot of people out there, hey, that's where most of their money is. Hey, I don't have uh, a lot of money in my bank account. My, my, my money's in IRAs or it's in old 401ks or, or what have you. Uh, and, and you can set up a precious metals IRA with us. Uh, it's a really—it's an easy process. And I say easy; it takes time, and, and you got to do some paperwork. yeah, and you got to make a few phone calls. Uh, but the it, the minimum is five thousand dollars. That's the least amount uh, that you can uh, use to start a precious metals IRA. Uh, you can roll over. Any old 401ks that you had with previous employers, uh, any current IRAs or things like that, and it works just like all of those same instruments. The only difference is instead of buying stock, you actually uh, procure hard assets, gold and silver. Now you don't get to have it at your house, the metals will get stored. At the depository, there's two depositories to choose from. Uh, there's one in Delaware, and there's another one in Texas. Uh, you can store it. At either you, you have the option. You pick where you want it to be stored. Uh, there's a small setup fee. The whole thing can be done uh, for under 500 bucks. And the great part is there's no fees with it. So, uh, unlike the these IRAs and stuff that you have where everywhere, where they charge you one or two or three or four percent with fees and all this other stuff, all as you do is once a year you got to pay a storage fee. That storage fee, it's like a hundred bucks. That's it. That's the only fees involved. It works just like any uh, other IRA. If you need some money and you want to sell. You just call us up. You fill out some paperwork. uh, It gets done. Uh, If if you decide, you know what, I want to store the, I I want the gold and silver that's in my IRA at my house. You can do that. It would be just like you liquidating. Uh, your IRA uh, but you could do that gradually you could do it all at once you have all the great matter of fact you probably have a few more options in accessing your money with a hard assets IRA Jason
2: yeah it's great and, and Joe's been handling these for a long time I don't handle these in Colorado so the, you would uh, definitely call the uh, the 800 number yeah
1: Arlene is our IRA expert I know a lot of you customers have talked to Arlene she is awesome. Uh, she handles all of our IRAs. We use a company called Gold Star Trust. Uh, and she'll help you. She'll tell you all the, all, all the things, uh, that you need to look out for, all the things that you need to do. She'll be there every step of the way for you. And it, and it really is a good idea. Maybe you got, you know, it, 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 like for me, like I, I, I use my son. My son's my financial advisor and, and I'm gonna have, several different buckets of money uh that that I'm going to have access to when I retire. Well, it's a really good idea. Maybe you take one of those buckets and you put it in some hard assets because you know when 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 this collapse happens, they're going to lock you out because that's what the rules say. It's an emergency sorry you can't have access. And, and again, you don't have to roll the whole thing. Or if you got an IRA with, say you got a half a million dollars in an IRA, you can roll a hundred thousand over. You can roll fifty thousand over. You can roll two hundred thousand over. You have all of these options available. If you want to learn more about it, call and ask for our 951 eight hundred-nine five one zero five nine two.